everyone. I feel like I have to comment. We can kind of tell what kind of music Mitch listens to the most. Um, you know, you got your jazz and then whatever that is. I don't know music very well. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Um, okay, anyway, sorry. I need to catch my breath. Um, yeah, so no, my name's Haley. I'm from Newcastle. For those who haven't met yet, um, I've been brought up in this fellowship, like many of you here. Um, sorry, um, Anyway, it's it's tricky. In case you don't know, I, we are expecting a baby, and it's I already get puffed before pregnancy, and now I have even less lung capacity. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I've been brought up in this fellowship. I got baptized and spirit filled in 2004 um, at a kids camp, and then I sorry I got baptized a couple weeks after that. And um, yeah, when James asked, "Can you give your testimonies?" I just keep it quick, keep it brief, and it's like, oh, now I've had too much time to think about it, and I have no idea what to say. But I just wanted to um, kind of touch on um, just how like the last kind of year, and I do apologise, a lot of people would have heard this um, from the first workshop that we had, um, but Sam and I had a bit of a rough year last year. I had a miscarriage in about April, May, and um, it was a really, um, like, it was a really hard time. Um, but through that, like, so many things have just, like, the Lord just never leaves you and like you just can't you just can't get that in the world. Like it's just you cannot put a price on how much like the Lord is there. And what I really wanted to talk about was um just like we talk about connection and um just like this whole camp has been about connection and like something that I realized that can really take away your connection or it can start to steal from it is like comparison like and you hear that saying all the time about comparison being the thief of joy and it really is like when it comes to testimonies and stuff like growing up in the Lord you hear them and you can you start to think like oh like you know bad things never happen or then when they do happen you then can't get your head around why and you know you compare yourself to other people and other testimonies that you've heard and um yeah there was just a time where I was sitting on the bed and I was just too upset. I think Sam was at work and I couldn't pray, I couldn't do anything. And I remembered a testimony I heard a long time ago about um, this lady, her husband had had a really bad accident falling off a ladder and she was just going through a really hard time and she was just so distraught and she felt like the Lord just put a hand on her. And like this was at a kid's camp, so I heard that a long time ago. And I remember being like, I just felt so lonely and I was like, well, like, why can't I have that? You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't, I was like, and I remember just saying to the Lord, like, I know you said you'd never leave us, but like, kind of in the, like, I feel really alone. And I just had this thought that like, you know, God's in all the people that he's put around me that has the Holy Spirit. Like, every single person, God gave me Sam, God gave me my parents and He's in all of them and it's up to me to physically put myself in their presence until I feel well again. And I just like was thinking this weekend about how like, you know, you can, like testimonies are so good and they're such an essential part of the meeting, but it's so important that we don't let that ruin 
like other people's testimonies that that ruin what God wants to do in our personal testimony like because our testimony really is it's like a snowflake you know they're all different and like testimonies are so good to look at like look at what God can do but it's just also so important not to get too hung up on it not being exactly how you might have thought it would be do you know what does that make sense like yeah so um yeah, it was just it was like it was just a few things, and then like one of the other things that I realized was that like I was just reading the Bible, and it was just like I read um, just before Jesus died, and he was praying, and I uh, read that like he like he asked the Lord a few times like to let the cup pass over him, and it like it hit me. I was like, what? Like he didn't want to do. He didn't really want to be crucified. And, like, when we first got the news um, about what had happened, I remember just thinking, like, oh, I, I just do not want to go through this next, like, I could see my life for the next, like, three, six months. And I was like, I just don't want to do it. Like, I just I just want to curl up, hibernate and not do it. And when I read that, I was like, like, man, like, the Lord never expects any of anything of us that he hasn't already done. Like, and... It's just so comforting to know that, like, he, like, you know, he just has really been in everything. Like, we sing that chorus about Jesus being there too. And, like, yeah, we just, he really has been in every part. And even if it's not the exact same circumstance, like, he also had to do things that he didn't want to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anyway, so I just, like... I praise the Lord that, like, even though from that, like, it just, I was like, and, oh, sorry, I should, this is all over the place, and I really tried to get my thoughts together. Um, I think growing up in the Lord, it was really easy to think that, like, nothing ever bad would ever happen. And then, like, probably about, it was four days before Sam and I got married, my uncle died, and it was, like, one of those moments that it was like, oh, like, we're not exempt from these things you know it was real sudden and it was just like you get this real sense of security which is so precious at the same time like it's so nice to just have that like life that you just don't worry growing up you know and like there's just so many people that just have so much worry and we just it's it is a precious thing but yeah I just remember thinking like oh like we're not exempt from these things happening and because of that like it just the last probably four or five years of my life it's made me quite anxious about things and like just very much always being feeling like I've got to be prepared for when the worst happens you know like if I haven't heard from Sam for a while it's like that's it he's dead like he's you know and it's it's so like it's really exhausting like it can get really exhausting and it's even like so fast track now like we had that miscarriage and it was like the worst thing at the time and then it really it was like then when we fell pregnant again it was really hard I had to like I had to choose to go no like just trust in the blessing today like I don't know about tomorrow yesterday happened every other day whatever but like I just I have to consciously make the effort to go today is good let's just focus on today and I just yeah I just think like whatever you go through like, if you just can just hold on to the fact that it is just a season 
And sometimes those seasons just feel like they go forever, like this La Nina or whatever and how much rain we've been having. And, like, you just have to hold on to that, like, it's not forever and, like, one day it will get better. And, like, it is so hard in the moment to see that. But, you know, like, if you can just not compare your testimony to others and how the Lord's going to work the victory, but just let him be in, like, every part of your life. And, like, you know, like, it's just, it's the little things that add up, like, just something funny that we were talking about on Wednesday night, just gone, like, it was just, like, you know, you pray, like, from a car park and then it happens. But, like, there was this one day I was going to work and I um, can't remember what was going on, but we was like, eh, we're trying to budget. And I was like, oh, I just really want a bought coffee. Like, I want the frothy milk. I want a nice <laughs> coffee. And I was like, it doesn't matter. I won't get one. And then next minute, this lady comes up to me. She's like, oh, I've reached my caffeine quota for the day. Do you want my coffee? Like, a student bought me one. And I was like, oh, like, thanks, Lord. Like, you know, and people, like, people in the world, like, they could look at you like, yeah, whatever. Like, you just got a coffee. But it's all how we choose to look at it, you know, like, we can choose to just say, yeah, that was a coincidence, and it probably was, but at the same time too, like I think if you let the Lord just be in every part of your life, like, like instead of like, you think about like, if you let the Lord be like our blood, like in the capillaries, like it's a lot easier when those hard times come to trust that, okay, today's not good, but one day it will be better because you just know you've had that constant everyday just letting the Lord be amongst every part of your life. So I just, yeah, I just, I'd hate to do this life without knowing that we've got the Lord to pray to. Like, and you can just, you know, always ask, like, you know, you're not sure about a decision and you're not sure what to do and you just go, oh, like, okay, the Lord will show us. And then you just leave it a few days and then all of a sudden you'll come up with a really good idea and that's the solution. And, you know, and it's just like, you just be patient and the Lord does come through, and it's so hard, but I think, like, the Lord only loves us, and that only good things can come from that. So I just, yeah, I'll just leave it there. Yeah.